This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Now, according to a study by IDC, four out of five banks in the Asia-Pacific region will be increasing their technology budget with security and data transformations this year. Now, their main focus big data and analytics, as well as artificial intelligence and machine learning as we see the rise of these solutions being integrated into the business landscape. Now, amidst this digital transformation journey, however, financial institutions also need to ensure a seamless integration process with minimal disruptions. And according to experts, this will only be possible if organizations move away from monolithic approaches and legacy systems so that they are not bogged down by manual and inefficient processes. So how can finance institutions better leverage emerging innovations such as AI and machine learning to reshape their finance functions and operations? Well, to answer these questions and deep dive into what agile finance will potentially look like, I have online with me today Tan Lee Tong, CFO Practice Lead Asia at Workday. Welcome to the show, Lee Tong. Thanks, Audrey. Thanks for having me here. Right. So, um, Lito, I want to start. I know we're going to talk about agile finance. We're going to talk about intelligent finance. Uh, but before we can even get into all of that, I thought we could start with a pre-read on the financial industry you know, and how tech and digital transformation has um, kind of impacted expectations and the way people view finance. Can you talk to us about this for a little bit? Sure. Thanks, Audrey. And I think uh, it's a very relevant question and everyone is talking about it these days. If you, if you read a quote from Albert Einstein, you cannot use an old map to navigate the new world. Mm. So right now we are in a very different world, um, especially, you know, we have been talking about AI and machine learning for a long time. But uh, it really kicked off a couple of months back uh, when ChatGPT came live and people really start to see how it can be applied to our day-to-day life. And in fact, when I was uh, at a CFO innovation forum in, uh, in KL just last uh, two weeks ago, it's all about AI, machine learning, chat GPT, and how, how we can actually leverage on such tools to lev- uh, leverage on them to make our life uh, uh, our work smarter and uh, much better, right? So just imagine in the past, when we started with um, a, a paper map, and if I were to go from, let's say, um, Singapore to KL, I wouldn't know whether there's going to be traffic jam at any part of uh, the way. And some of the route might, might, might change. It may be not be updated. I don't know. But today, it's no longer a problem, right? Because yeah. you know exactly where you want to go. GPS will anticipate whether there's a traffic jam, you need to detour and, and, and plan your route for you. And if there's anything that happens along the way, you know how to get out of it. So, so that has changed. And if you now bring it application to real life, um, think about Grab. Today, if you want a cab, if you want it and on, on the Grab, if you want to watch a show, you, you log on to Netflix and you can just get yourself entertained while you get from point A to point B. At the same time, if you're thinking about um, going for a holiday, you log on to, let's say, AI Asia. You can get your tickets done without ever going to an agency. And by the way, all these, uh, you know, Grab, Netflix, and Asia, they are all workday customer. And, and if you think about it, companies are really accelerating their digitalization uh, journey and, and very focused on the customer-facing part of it. 
so as a consumer today, you and I, we can do all this at ease. We we don't need any training. We can just log on and we can we can do whatever we like, right? So I would say that the finance leaders must really be equipped today to make this informed decision that will drive their business growth, especially in this digital first world. And they will have to access to real-time data, detailed insight, just like as a consumer, we can do all that at ease. Well, the 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 kind of um challenge right now, of course, is that um, while the front end has shifted as a consumer, we are very happy about it. But within the company, when I speak to uh, a lot of customers, before they, they, they go on to all these cloud solutions, they are still using their legacy system. Mm. So the front end has really gone at light speed. But when you go to their back office, whether it be the finance system, the HR system, they are still pretty legacy. And with all this vast data at the front end, they can't manage all this. The transactions are changing, business model are changing, and they are feeling a lot of um, stress and, and burden. And now, as the role of the CFO changes, this becomes a burden because the business now expect everything to be in real time. I need the information, not only of the past, but also of the future. Can you give me that? Mm. And I think something has to change. And I think um, to your question, I think um, there's a changing expectation of finance with all this advancement in um, uh, technology and digital transformation and a lot to be done here. Right. That's Are right. there specific segments that you feel still hold on to the legacy uh, systems? You mentioned HR solutions uh, earlier, right? But is there anything yeah. else that's just been like too gigantic to move just yet? I think for typically between finance and HR, and these are more in terms of function rather than uh, segment, I would say that um, the HR relatively has moved ahead faster than finance and finance is now following through. Because if you think about HR, typically HR systems are pretty much on their own relatively to finance, right? So to move HR is going to be a lot easier. Mm. And if you think about finance, finance system, accounting system or ERP for um, uh, finance professionals uh, listening to this, uh, um, you would think that any accounting system is almost like the heart or the brain. Right? If you were to switch that out from a legacy system to a cloud system, it's almost um, doing a heart surgery or brain surgery. Mm. There's a lot of um, connections to a lot of other systems out there, be it your front-end system, your front-end tool. Right? So, so the risk is higher and therefore the, the take-up has been a bit slower relative to HR. But having said that, I think technology has already evolved a lot. So, so to switch out to cloud and there's a lot of cloud solution out there and therefore it's going to be uh, a lot more easier than in the past. Now, I, I want to talk to you about this term that has been thrown about, that I've heard been thrown about, um, intelligent finance. Um, and I'm not sure if this is just what we already do uh, on our smartphones, uh, you know, when we transfer cash and, and things like that, or if there's more to it, because I understand that it's also supposed to uh, bring down risk. It's supposed to help with decision making, you know, and this is mostly like for, for, for institutions, right? Um, can you talk to us about intelligent uh, finance and why there's such a hype about these solutions? Yeah, so, so first of all, I think as, since you talk about intelligent finance and you talk about banks, financial institution, how do we do our financial transaction today? So first of all, if you, if you take out your app, right? In fact, right now, um, your mobile is your, is your best friend and you can lose mm -hmm. anything but not your mobile phone, right? Yes. So you take out your phone 
you log into your uh, banking app. And banking app, you would realize that these days, they don't only allow you to do transaction, which in the past, it started with just allowing you to do transaction, fund transfer, look at your bank balances. And, and that's pretty much what it does in the past when it first started. But now, when you log in, it will actually give you some insight. It will tell you, okay, so in fact, before even logging in, sometimes it just prompt you to tell you, hey, um, you have an upcoming payment. Um, you may want to plan your cash flow. Or if they if they know that um, you are uh, you are investing and they will know that you are looking at investment, they will prompt you as well, right? So um, there's this particular uh, investment or uh, promotion. They will push it to you. So whether you log in or not, somehow you get prompt and you log in, it will prompt you again and you will just go there and have a look. So, so there's something behind the scene, the machine learning, uh, AI, knowing that you are looking at something or there's an upcoming payment. So in itself, you can treat it like a, your, your own concierge, your own assistance that is helping you to, um, to, to do different, different um, things that you have to do in your life, right? Professionally or personally. Now, if you done, then put it back into a corporate world. So in a corporate world, uh, of course, as, a, as an accountant, as a finance professional, there are a few things you have to do. You have to do your, um, your accounting, your finance processes, like a, a payment and invoicing, right? I don't know whether uh, today in, in your own experience, if you were to purchase something or procure something in a company, you still have to go through like a, a claim process with hard copy and you send it through and someone in finance will, will you know, go back and forth. Has it been approved with, a, with, a, uh, with someone inking it on it to say approved and then send to finance again for, um, for payment, right? So these, these are very kind of a manual processes and trust me, up to today, when I speak to customers, it is still there. It is still okay. there. Wow. Yes, it is still there. And so this whole process is taking up time. And as an accountant, is that something really, especially modern accountant, uh, if we talk about an accountant wanting to be a business partner or value creator, this is not something you want to do. Why would you want to be sitting in there, processing invoice, key into the system, getting approved, and then back and forth, and finally making payment? That's not something you want to do. So that's just one part of it. And then in finance, there's of course, there's another part of it where uh, we call it the FP&A team where they are more doing the analytics. So while the term says, or, or the role says that they are supposed to do analytics, they're supposed to do a, a much more um, a, a business partnering kind of role. However, behind the scene, they are spending most part of the time extracting data from different different sources of uh, systems and then trying to put them together in spreadsheets. So they are spreadsheet warrior, they're expert in spreadsheet, they cannot live without their spreadsheet. And, and I was I was uh, one of those uh, <laughs> in, in, in my past. So so you you basically need a spreadsheet to to tell the story. But by the time you get all these different uh, data from different sources and put it together and, and then make it uh, relevant for your business user, you could be like um, two weeks or three weeks out and mm -hmm. that data is outdated, it's still, it's not real time and it becomes less relevant to make decisions, especially in a fast-paced environment these days. So that's, that's the other part. And talking of which, business these days, they don't just want to see the report of the past month. They want to see 
how is it going to be like in the next few months, a year, 18 months out, whatever, right? Prediction, Especially yeah. if it's a prediction part of it. And if you think about it, um, during COVID, one country might, might lock down, one city might lock down or whatever, right? You don't know when it will open up and open and close, open and close. So in those days, companies, their wish list would be how nice if I can predict, right? Different scenario. What if this opens up? What if this closed down? What can I do? What about my resourcing? How do I allocate my cash? And if I'm operating across the region, different countries are at different stage of uh, reopening or closing, how should I, what, should, what can I do, right? But uh, it is not easy because if you are still relying on a spreadsheet, it's almost impossible to do that. Mm. So, so now these this are some of the issues from um, you know, that finance professionals are facing. Now, if we turn it around and say, hey, what if I have a tool that is allowing you and, and of course augmented by AI machine learning that you can, let's say you're invoicing, you don't have to manual input it anymore. You can just using OCR or it can be an email and it will go into your system automatically and it will go through an intelligent routing to the right approver to approve it digitally. And once those processes are done, it can then go off to payment. And all this is within streamlined or within the system and assisted by AI machine learning. That, that could be one aspect of uh, uh, what you call it, the intelligent finance. The second part could be um, around, let's say, money and closing, right? Money and closing is, uh, accountants uh, is very likely the first person to turn on the light in the morning and the last one to, to switch off the light because especially during one end. But how nice is there is a way that, um, again, um, through AI machine learning, it can streamline further some of your finance processes. And one of the things that we, you know, as finance do is to, to check for compliance, to make sure that uh, everything is according to policy. Uh, there's no anomaly in there. There's no mistake in posting your journal entries. And if AI machine learning is able to, to help you to do that, then it's going to take up a lot of, or save a lot of time for you to do more value adding work, right? And not be the last one to switch off the light. I think that that would be another aspect. And what if um, AI machine learning can also help you to project forward based on data of the past and they can help you build different scenario for decision making so that your management is able to, to have a look at, hey, you know, what, what if um, I go into this market? What if I, you know, which, which market? So first tell me which market is making the most margin, which market is not doing so well. Should I um, maybe reduce the exposure there? And you're able to project different scenarios. I think that that would be a great help again to the finance team because um, you have different scenarios to play with and you don't need a lot of your Excel skill or, or your, your spreadsheet skill to do it. So those are just a few things um, as example. All right, we are going to need to take a quick break for some messages. But when we come back, we dive deeper into the future of finance. All that and more happening on Resource Center. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Being first matters. BFM 89.9. You are listening to Resource Centre. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today, I have Tan Li Tong. He is the CFO, Practice Lead Asia at Workday. And we've been and we've been having a really interesting discussion about the future of finance. 
now, Litong, um, I want to dive deeper into you know what the future of finance could look like. Um, you've kind of explained uh, intelligent finance solutions and how it's not going to just help us consumers, but also, um, well, finance professionals as well, accountants as well, right? Helping them not be the last person out of the office at the end of the month. Now, um, the landscape uh, has shifted quickly um, over these last few years. Uh, and it looks like the pace is just not going to slow down anytime soon. So what can you say uh, businesses can do to embrace this change, you know, and bring finance kind of closer into the heart of their business? Because I mean, like, what is business without finance? You know, so I want to talk from a business perspective, um, you know, with this fast paced world that we're living in, AI, machine learning, chat GPT and all of that. What can businesses do to kind of embrace this change and kind of bring finance closer into the heart of their business? Yeah. So, so I think, um, as you rightly pointed out, right, because uh, technology has now moved so fast and we have to also bring the whole organization along with it. And finance and HR is uh, certainly uh, two areas where we have to uplift what they are doing today with the help of technology. And, and I would say that um, the important thing is that to whatever new tool or new technology that you want to bring into the process, one big part is the um, the mindset, the change management. You got to make sure that uh, when you bring in something new, um, they don't feel threatened. They feel that it's helping them rather than, the, especially for AI machine learning, one one big thing in their mind is, is it, is it going to replace me? Am I yep. going to lose my job, right? So so I do hear a lot of sometimes this kind of resistance. And, and that is something that, uh, um, you know, to bring it in is we companies just have to be very conscious what, why are they doing it, right? So, and, and in order to do that, I would say that um, certainly we have to make sure that there's high adoption. Adoption is key. Whatever you bring in, adoption is key. We're going to make sure that uh, it is positioned as a tool, as um, something that is going to help to lift up their productivity, their quality of work, as well as their quality of life, right? And AI shouldn't be seen as a threat. It is something that is that they that will work with you. It becomes like your assistant uh, that you can leverage on to make your your work better and smarter, rather than replacing you, right? So, so I think that that should be um, something that that we have to be very careful with. So, the solution that you are looking at will also be important thing, important part of it. The other thing is trust, mm. right? Before you bring in an assistant. You want to make sure that you trust this assistant. You trust because the assistant is going to recommend things to you and do some of the things, the manual tasks for you. But can you trust the assistant? Can you trust the the? Um, do you know how is is uh, using data to produce some some of the recommendation for you? Just think of yourself, right? Um, autonomous driver driving car. Today, if I give you autonomous EV, I say okay. Um, Audrey, just give you a shot. Um, drive from uh, KL to Singapore or wherever you want, or KL to Penang. <laughs> so leave it to the car. Just um, it Jump will do in. its work. Yeah. Do you? Would you? Would you trust it today? Right. Uh, how transparent? I don't know this yet. You know, I've read too many horror stories about these things. So, <laughs> so, so I think trust exactly. So, so I think trust is something very important. So, whatever solution AI machine learning solution. 
one thing important is to 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 be to get something um, a solution that um, we know we can trust that uh, we know how they are you know at back end how do they um, deal with um, manage your data are they uh, ethical uh, responsible in terms of the usage what about security and all that so i think this this becomes an important part of it so if you have got um, if people know why you put in AI machine learning tool to help them. If they can trust it, you get the right solution. I think that that's um, pretty important. That's that's one one aspect of it. But how ready are companies, organizations to move into mm. the back wagon of um, AI machine learning? Because it doesn't mean that oh, you know, I, I want it, I can have it tomorrow. Because there are there are a few challenges that will be faced by organization. The first thing is this. Um, AI machine learning is based on data that you have. So the quality of data becomes a very important aspect, right? Because if you have the wrong data, you learn the wrong thing, you'll produce the wrong result. So a lot of companies, the, the first thing they face with is the quality of the data. And if you recall that I mentioned earlier on, companies have, are dealing with many, many systems within their architecture. So, and they are not consistent and they, they, they are not, uh, you know, the data governance is not uh, standardized and harmonized. So, so the learning process and, and trying to produce good result, that, that is not going to be as straightforward. So data is, is one key thing. The other thing is companies, you know, when, when say I, I give you a chat GPT, I give you uh, AI machine learning and everyone go all over the place and say, oh, how, 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 how can you help me on this, on that and, and various things. So there's no particular strategy of how they should roll out AI machine learning. Mm. And, and therefore, I think having a, uh, a strategy of how, where are the low-hanging fruits that you should apply to it first, make people understand and have some, some quick wins so that now people understand, okay, this is how it works. Okay, then, then find the next uh, low-hanging fruits to do it. For instance, uh, as I mentioned earlier on, um, invoicing. So, so if, if um, our workday customers, they can choose, okay, maybe in, in terms of my ERP, I can, um, I can just implement the invoicing first and everyone understand how it works. Good, then you understand that a bit. Then we go on to the next phase. Okay, let's use it for anomaly detection. That's the next part. And finally, when people trust it, let's let it predict as well, right? Predict the future. So, so this is what um, you know, Workday is helping our customers to, to do. These are some of the use cases. So having use cases um, in mind with the strategy of how to roll it out is important. And I would say finally, is really uh, how do you uh, get the skill set into your finance team who are pretty uh, still traditional because they've been using the O2. How do you move them onwards? Um, so if you are able to take them through baby steps, right, make them use it, prove to them proof of concept that it is working and you trust it, I think that that is going to help them um, upskill themselves and be more confident. And from my experience, once you get to use it and you trust it, you will have your own initiative to do more. Of it. So, so I think that that would be uh, my my thoughts in terms of how organizations can get people on board on the AI machine learning journey, and it's a continuous one. 
It is. It's going to be a continuous journey. Now, uh, Litong, before I let you go, um, is there anything that you know we've not discussed in this conversation that you think is pertinent to um, the topic of uh, the future of finance, you know, and incorporating uh, AI and machine learning as part of the process, not just for consumers, but also, you know, in the organization itself. Yeah. So I would say that um, if for listeners right now, they might be thinking, okay, fine. So, but how do I go about doing it, right? So mm-hmm. what what does a, a good system look like? I would say that, um, so first of all, if you think of AI machine learning, AI as a library with lots of knowledge, lots of data, and machine learning as a, uh, a librarian who is able to help you manage, organize them uh, in the right way, in an organized way uh, that people can take data and, and use it. And the machine learning will help you with recommendations as well, right? So if you think about it that way, you would want, um, if you're looking for a, uh, 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 let's say an ERP system or financial accounting system, if AI machine learning is embedded within the system itself, rather than something that is outside of it, then it is able to harness whatever that, uh, you know, the library is already in your house, right? You have your bookshelf, you have everything, you have a librarian to help you organize them. And it's in it. It's not something where it's a third-party solution or an external system that you plug it in. It's almost like um, getting a part-time person to come in and do it. And, you know, so, so, so I would say the embedded uh, AI machine learning within the system is important. The other aspect is around the uh, data. So if you are able, machine learning goes on big data. The more data it has, the, the, the better it learns. So if you are using only your data to learn, you can only learn this fast. Yeah. But if you are able to leverage on other learnings elsewhere, it's going to accelerate your learning. So for example, Workday has got 60 million users globally and we're dealing with 600 billion transactions annually. So if you can leverage on all the learnings across the globe, getting best practices so that you are able to leverage on other people's uh, machine learning as well, then I think it's, it's going to accelerate that, that whole process. And, and finally, I would say that, uh, again, make sure that uh, it is a system that you can trust, that it's transparent, um, and it is to augment human and not to replace them. I think those two are a few things that uh, I just wanted to share. And that's where Workday helps our, our customer really transform their organizations to you know, intelligent finance and, and really embracing that and work with um, the technology rather than fearing that uh, they'll be displaced by it. Uh, Litong, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to speak with us. For more information on Workday, is there a website that we can go to? Yep, you can actually go to www.workday.com and there will be lots of information that you can have a look at. Right. And if you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I've been speaking with Tan Litong, CFO Practice Lead Asia at Workday. My name is Audrey Raj and this has been Resource Centre on Enterprise, BFM 89.9. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.